Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform, and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. now time for a very cursed edition of game pass or pass the podcast where we play games on microsoft's game pass service tell you which games to pass into your friends and which games to to douse that torch in water (laughs) and pass on by i am Corey. i am joined by the cursed man himself he's been cursed whoa so many times so many times. Cursed with good looks. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Yeah, 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 you're so cute. No. <laughs> Basher. What's the deal, good sirs? I did I say my name? I'm Corey. I don't know if I said that or not. I don't remember now. I was too I was so focused on you because you're just so cursed so with good looks. You're so handsome. We're here to talk about curse of the gods. That's what we do in this podcast. We play Game Pass games. If you listen to our last episode, we tell you which ones that might still be okay games, but maybe they're just not worth your time. Before we get to that, did you know that you can rate us on your favorite podcast service like Apple Podcasts or Spotify? They really help. It's awesome. And you can also shoot us emails, gpopfans at gmail.com, or shoot us a text message, 574-651-9256. All of those things are possible to get a hold of us. We would appreciate it. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Here are the details on Curse of the Gods. Made by Past Tech Games, which unfortunately I have never, I had not heard of them before this. Uh, They are also the developers of Masters Anima and Space Run Galaxy. I feel like I've heard of Space Run Galaxy, but only in name. Regularly priced at $19.99 is a run-based isometric action RP, dungeon crawler, I guess, maybe? Available on uh, Xbox One. You can play uh, via backwards compatibility on Series X and S, obviously, but there is no native support. Uh, also available on PC. There's no crossplay because you cannot play it online. There's no type of multiplayer uh, and no cloud saves. Also, no DLC at this time. Curse of the Gods. This was one that you uh, suggested, so uh, let's talk Cursed about it. Of, Cursed of the Dead Gods, man. Like, come on. I'll There's get no it right someday. on this name. I'll get it's just it's a long name. Is it though? Curse of the uh, Dead Gods, yeah. Cursed of the Dead the, the Deadest Gods. I played this game before it came to Game Pass because I'm cooler than you. Uh I don't know what made me play this game. Actually I do. 
I was I was I was hot off my Hades runs, hot off all my runner runs. Like all these these games in general are very. Uh, I, I'm a sucker for a runner right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, and then this one just looked fine. It looked absolutely fine. I expected to put maybe an hour or two in it just to get the get the handle down. He's be like, all right, uninstall. I ended up playing many, many more hours of this game. I I, I, I was uh I was smitten by this runner. Um I wish I could say the same. Uh so I I had I, I knew nothing about this game. Uh, so before Game Pass, so when I when I booted it up and it was a run-based game, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely into that right now. Um, they're they're the hotness right now, and when when they do it well, they do it really well. We've played other ones. We we played stuff like Undermine, um, you know, and that that was always a game that we were always kind of conflicted by. And while I like this game, uh, I don't know if I can say I like it more than Undermine. I like it probably about the same. Um, I was never quite smitten by this game i i think it's actually kind of shallow i would agree with that but use different terminology i guess um the barrier for entry for this one is a lot lower i think than a more involved runner i think this is a very good pick up and play kind of dungeon crawler hack and slasher divers repeat game there's not a whole lot of complexity there like you said it's it's very there's a plainness that i appreciate um the combat is one of those very simple to get down but hard to master type of things where it's essentially all about your dodge and your parry if you can get that down you can get pretty far in this game like the bosses aren't super cheap the enemies aren't a headache just to be a headache. I feel like a lot of the gameplay design choices were well thought out. Um, I uh, I don't know if I agree. Uh, so I'm like everything that you said. Like I'm I'm sort of like processing it as I'm I'm sort of replaying this game in my head. So like it, it it's got that isometric Diablo look to it. Um. Which which is kind of up my alley. Like for whatever reason, never a game looks like that. I'm like, well, I'll check that out. Uh, and I I'm going to bring up the H word Hades, but I'm not going to bring it up yet because I I think my my arguments stem a little bit deeper than just like you should play Hades instead. Uh, there's I think at first I would agree of just like yeah like the first couple hours the fact that it 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 does not have crazy deep mechanics. But at the same time, it has a lot of mechanics, and I, I think some of them don't really add to it. For instance, the there has a mechanic to where it's like if you light this torch, or or if you use your torch to light the what do you want to call them, tiki's? What was they? <laughs> what are they called? Um, uh, yeah, you like. Uh, what do they call those things now? It's it's just a tiki torch. It's just like yeah. a bonfire or something. Yeah. Whatever. So and they've got those kind of scattered throughout each room, and it's, it's sort of randomly generated. So. If you light those and you stay in the light, like you take less damage, and sometimes, and for instance, you can do more damage. Like that's cool, but like as as you are playing this game, it it's kind of distracting in a in a bad way. Like it got to the point to where I just stopped trying to light torches or light the tiki's because 
I felt like it it was it was hindering my I, I got so focused on trying to make sure that I light the torches I ended up making more mistakes. And in that instance, <laughs> like because, because it's not exactly easy to light. Like it, it requires a swing. Like you you have to sort of time it out and on later levels, especially as if you do like the dailies and stuff to where they, they throw sort of random elements at you, you might not have the ability to light that torch or light that tiki. And it's just kind of like, if I could just sort of like run by it and that would light it, I think that would be a, a, a much better use of that mechanic. But that example is sort of how I feel about a lot of the game. As, as I kept right. playing it, I, I, I was never mad at it, but I was just kind of like, I feel like you could do better. And I look at the stuff that you can unlock because it, it's a rogue light, or so it you do have upgrades. You know, you, you there are different currencies. There are certain currencies that will upgrade certain things, and so you go back to town or whatever you want to call it, your tomb, and you go up to the the little pedestal, and it's like here you can unlock this thing where you get a thousand gold, and so the game has a lot of kind of monster train and uh, slay the spire vibes. You know, you, you've got a screen to where you're sort of climbing up a a tomb and you know, this room might have an upgrade for your weapon and this room might have gold in it. And so, but at the end of almost every room, like you get something, but a lot of times I found like I, there wasn't a, a huge reason to upgrade or, or the upgrade wasn't that great, especially when it came to the, the permanent upgrades, because you can't just get a permanent upgrade. Like you have to sort of equip them. You can only equip two at a time. So three, right. It's two at first, and then I think you can yes, unlock right. a third okay. one. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there's just a lot of a lot of those things, and it, it sort of does bring back some of those undermine feelings that I had of just like I don't think it was nearly as egregious to where I I uh, undermine it was like well this runs screwed like it it never got to that point, but I definitely got the feeling I was like I don't feel like I'm like I'm actually becoming a better. The, the treadmill is not making me a, a better character or a better person. I, not like fundamentally, but like my, my character wasn't getting stronger. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, uh, I'm going to agree with some, agree, disagree with, with some other things. And I would disagree. Just um, the, so the idea that, or, or the perspective rather of the, they're not being uh not feeling strong enough fast enough or or um or some rooms not having uh a big enough upgrade a lot of the a lot of the the feel powerful stuff comes as you unlock more and more weapons power uh, uh abilities and uh permanent power ups and on the on the surface, that would annoy me very much so, and it would and it would annoy me if the game was long and drawn out. This is not a long runner. This is like there's only three, I think five bosses, like like five real bosses in your campaign. So it's almost as if they knew it was short so they kind of i think in a clever way uh kind of gated your progress a bit it kind of slowed you down made made more things more of a hindrance so like 
so the idea of of kind of light, lighting the torches so that you take less damage in the light um stuff like that i feel like i still think it's very well thought out because by the latest by when you, once you start rolling in this game once you start unlocking certain abilities i actually prefer to stay in the dark because i because i had weapons and things that amplify my damage in the dark uh i would take risk like double damage and take double damage in the dark but also deal double damage in the dark um i think uh i i like that it lived up to its namesake curse of the dead gods i think i think is it's a game that normally where they would do things to hinder you i would like like undermine like a lot of it was like we're going to troll you for trolling's sake i felt like whereas this i feel like is you're really kind of fighting a more believable uphill battle one of the mechanics in the game is that each time you go through a door to a new area or a new part of the map you get uh, a curse of darkness and then if you get a hundred every hundred points of curse darkness you get a curse a random curse added to you with the last curse being always you're losing health until you reach one HP so it's everything in this game I feel like is almost a detriment but in a challenging clever way yeah I, I will say the the mechanic of the game is always kind of like in your face about darkness um you know like if you if you take damage your darkness meter goes up and like you said when you go through a door it goes up and at first I thought that was going to be where I was like nope like like no I ain't doing this um but no like you as long as you're a decent player you almost never get hit with the 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 last curse um which which is the you know to to your hp drops but a lot of the curses they're not really they don't hinder you as much as you think um like one for instance is like you can no longer light torches and it's like okay, okay like that's that's really not a huge huge problem like because you don't need to light the torches or, or there's another one that's like instead of taking uh, 20, 20 every time you go through a door, your darkness slowly goes up by, by two every you know, 10, 20 seconds, whatever it was. And so while that's different and that's a curse, it doesn't really change the game up, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't it doesn't like, like you said with undermine. It's like, oh, we're just going to basically cap you at the knee. And yeah, you can no longer yeah. progress. Like, right. it's like, okay, well, that's not fun at all. Uh, yeah, I'll totally agree that that's not, that is not the case here. And I definitely thought it was going to be. And so good on them for dodging that, that bullet. I, I will say the one where it's like, oh, you can no longer know what your curses are. And the ones going forward, you don't know what they are. It's literally just question marks on your screen. You could do better than that. Like, that's not <laughs> whatever. Um, but I guess where I'll push back is saying I... I unlocked quite a few of the permanent upgrades and that currency does not come fast enough in my opinion. And I still feel like a lot of the upgrades just did not. Some of the more expensive ones, they, they don't really change. I just feel like they don't change enough. Like, and I, I think it's, I think I, I have to now bring out the Hades comparison and, and, and like Hades is like the 
is the doom or the you know it, it's the doom of first person shooters but for this genre you know it's the gears of war for third person shooter it's just like th- things existed before it but it set a new bar and just like oh I completely agree yeah and and i it's it's super hard for me to to not look at that game and look at this game and just be like i don't dislike this game but the bar has been set and it, <laughs> right, it's right it's it's not even close. Like no, it's no, it's not even a comparison. Like even though it's the same exact genre, it's not a comparison. Correct. Which is which is which is the hardest thing to do for me uh, with 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 talking about this, bringing it up on the show because it's like I also played Hades, one of the best games of all time. Period. Doesn't matter what genre it's in. So it's like to to, to keep that in the over there is is is, is hard to do. Uh, but that said, I think, I think this is, a, I think, I think Curse of Dead Gods is in its own right a, is a, is a pretty clever, short, sweet, uh, uh, runner. I think this, I think it's, I think there's a lot of, uh, enjoyment to be had there. Uh, and I think also, I had, I had a different experience than you where, a lot of these curses, a lot of the the buffs, debuffs, they really do matter. They really do stack uh, on. And I think it depends on what kind of um, run you're having, uh, or, or even what kind of run you intend to have, uh, because there's there, there's almost a a a choose your own build type of feel here. Where it was also in Hades as well. They did it better. But uh, whereas, like, if you know you're doing more damage in the dark, you almost want to look for that next piece of equipment that's going to double that, triple that, or say, or, or pile onto that. One of the, for example, one of the later uh, abilities that permanent abilities that I that I like to pick was having my greed counter never reset. Your greed counter essentially being a multiplier for gold for each kill you get without getting hit. So by your third, fourth, fifth room, you're rolling in dough, and now your game is so now so now your 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 run has changed now because now you have all the this extra gold and you and you can change how you want to play now. Uh, and it's the same with damage output, defense output. Uh, elemental output uh, or, or effects, so I will disagree with you a bit there. I think I think it's one of those games where if you look for it, it's there. But if you but if you scratch the surface of it, it's it's going to appear to be the 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 for lack of a better word, simplistic uh, runner that it is. I okay so. There's two things about about that that where I, I'm sort of I'm I agree, but at the same time, like it it broke me in in two two ways. One way is that you have multiple different types of weapons. You've got like two handed weapons. You've got one handed weapons. You've got like these. You've got like throwing knives. You've got these claw things, and they each have their own abilities. And the game is absolutely terrible at telling you this. I thought they were just different weapons. I didn't actually know that like they had different properties where uh, like like the the heavy maces and the two-handed weapons, you can just break through shields and break through people's guards like with a heavy attack. I sort of figured that out organically 
And I found out later that the um, I don't remember you can break which walls was, with it too. You can what? You can break walls with it too. Yeah, did yeah didn't know that because there was many times where like I I saw this wall. I'm like I I should be able to go through this wall, but I can't figure it out because usually that's one of those things where there's like a bomb somewhere or there's like a secret passage or something like. It hides stuff like that. And I was like, why can't I figure this out? But then also you've got the thing of the back of your head. Like sometimes your your timing matters, et cetera, because your, your darkness is going up, et cetera. So like it plays with all those things well, but I don't think it does a great job of explaining of just – because you're right in, in that some runs are great. And if, and if you get – it has almost that Diablo 3 style where it's like when you've got when, – when your whole set – is playing together yeah, well. We got a set. You got a yeah. set. Like, like you feel powerful, but that doesn't happen all the time. Like that happens. Like I, I where where this mimics some of Undermine to me is just just like sometimes my run. I I know relatively quickly. Like okay, this isn't. This is just going to be a run. <laughs> like, like this. yeah, you're not wrong. I I, I played enough of the games to where for me it comes down i know my own play style in this game so i know like right off the bat if i don't have a whip or a shield that's my secondary right. i know i'm not I'm, I'm gonna have a bad time but i also kind of figure like there may be players who prefer the gun as a secondary so i don't know like like but, but, I, it, but I, I, I get that feel but that that's where like that is the magic of Hades is that everything works no matter what even because I am that person I always pick the 20% boost because it 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 gives you that incentive to use a different weapon because we're gonna give you 20% of your of that one currency I don't remember what it's called but the currency that upgrades you but it's like I am a person like like you it's like I've got a style but for whatever reason in Hades whether I've got the shield whether I've got the sword whether I've got yeah it, it does not matter I'm going to have a run and it's going to be awesome. Like no matter what. And where I thought, I thought this game was going to break me in the same way undermine was. It was just that like, because the game just constantly wants to put you down and this game has, and and this game has a mechanic literally built in to put you down, but that's not really where it broke for me. It's just, it's that revelation. It's just like, sometimes a run is just a run. And for whatever reason, you know, like I don't want to do that. Like even, I, for as someone who who likes to grind somewhat in Diablo games, I don't know what the difference is in my brain, but it's like I think it's that I needed something else in this game to where even if I just have a run, give me enough currency to where I feel like I'm progressing, and that's I agree. Yeah. and that doesn't really happen here where it's you just have a run and you know it, you might get to the boss and but since the game really isn't that hard even when you have that great run usually by the end like you're so powerful like it's not even a challenge and it's kind of over like in 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 Hades just because you've got a baller run going doesn't mean you're going to survive like the game is still ridiculously hard especially near the end and you know and but you can get better to the point to where it's like, yeah, like I don't need all that stuff to have a great